Hello and welcome into Empire Sports Talk. This is Max O'Neill alongside my good friend, former Ithaca College baseball player and current regional sales executive at SAP Concur, Cam Wody. Welcome to the show, Cam. Thank you for having me back. I can't remember the last time I was on here. It was I maybe... think it was... Sorry, go ahead. No, I, I was trying to think what it was and... And maybe it was another NFL preview or something, but I, I can't remember. Something like that. I think it was during the peak of COVID, though. I remember yeah. that. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, but let's just jump right into it, Kim. Today on the show, we have an NFL preview. We're going through everything. We're going through division by division preview. Who makes the playoffs? Who wins all the awards? Everything is coming up right now. Surprise teams, et cetera, et cetera coming up right now on the show and so cam let's just jump right into it which division would you like to start off on you're the guest so you can pick which division we start off on uh let's start with the afc north i'm just going through what i'm looking at so we'll start with the north because i actually am super excited about this division uh mainly because and i don't know about you but i'm super high on the browns i think the division this year especially with the way the ravens have uh have now just deteriorated over the last, what is it, two weeks it's been, three weeks. Um, I think it's the Browns' time. I think they're going to be their own worst enemy. Um, I think they have one of the best offenses in the league, and I think their defense is great too. I think the biggest thing is thinking if Denzel Ward, Jadavian Clowney, and and Miles Garrett are enough, and I think they will be. I think Baker Mayfield's finally settled in, and hopefully if if OBJ can stay healthy, uh, Nick Chubb can stay healthy, uh, Austin Hooper lives up to his contract, and you know Kareem Hunt has another year like he did last year, I think this could be an awesome year for the Browns. Yeah, I'm excited to see them. I think, you know, I if you had asked me, you know, I think it's a testament to that front office and Kevin Stefanski because, you know, just a few years ago, you know, we can't forget that they were the worst team in the NFL. I mean, they went, you know, one and 16 and then, you know, oh, and 16. Yeah. Um, you know, they were bad. They were one in 15, rather. They were, you know, I mean, pathetic. They were, you know, what the Chicago Cubs were to, you know, what the Baltimore Orioles are to baseball right now is what the, you know, Browns were. And they've completely turned it around, much in the way that I think in a few years the Orioles can, or the people like Adley Rutschman. But that's a discussion for a different day, because um, you know, and I can get very off topic talking about the NFL, or excuse me, Major League Baseball. Um, and I, you know, who I think is going to play well in this division? I think the Cincinnati Bengals are going to play well in this division. I'm excited to see if Joe Burrow has another big season because you know he was playing well last year before he got hurt and the last time we saw him play a full season he had arguably what I think personally is the greatest college football season a quarterback has ever had I think one of the coolest things this year with Joe Burrow or Jalen Hurts or all these guys are that the draftees that came out of the draft this year are now paired up with their teams and we talk about Jalen Waddell and, and Tua in Miami, uh, Jalen Hurts and Devonta Smith in, in Philly, and Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase. It'll be really interesting to see 
how they team up together now that they're at the next level. Um, so I'm, I think, like I said, I think the Browns have a, have the best shot to, to make the playoffs out of this division, but it'll be really interesting to see what Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow can do. Like you said, especially after the season they did during Burrow's senior year. So, um, it's a shame that the Ravens have lost everyone. It seems like, but Lamar Jackson, um, it opens up a chance for Mark Andrews. And I think the Steelers are going to be an interesting pick. Um, it's a matter of, you know, can their defense hold up? Um, and again, with the Browns offense and Joe Burrow, Lamar Jackson, it'll be a good test. Um, but uh, I just think the Browns have way too many weapons on both sides of the ball to, to stop them. I agree. I think, I mean, you know, they gave uh scared of the Kansas city chiefs who are, you know, Maybe, I mean, I'm not going to call them the best team in the NFL because they lost the Super Bowl, which means the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are the best team in the NFL right now until somebody, you know, unseats them. Um, but the second best team in the NFL, you know, a team with the best quarterback in the NFL, I would argue, um, in Patrick Mahomes, and they gave them a scare in the AFC playoffs there. Uh, so I'm with you. I think the Browns will I would maybe you're going to disagree with me here. I think they're going to run away with this division. Yeah, I'm. I don't. I don't see another team, especially in that division, that would come close to stopping them. I think the Browns this year could have ten wins easily. You know, upwards of of maybe even eleven or twelve. Um, yeah, I, I don't. I just. I don't think the Steelers have enough. The Bengals. I don't think finish with more than you know, five wins. And I think the Ravens, you know, I, I, with the loss of JK Dobbins and Gus Edwards and ever, I mean, it's just uh, Lamar Jackson. If Lamar Jackson gets hurt, Ravens fans are going to crawl up in a corner and never watch football again. So, you know, hopefully he doesn't, that would be a shame for the NFL, but uh, yeah, I, I, I agree. Actually, I think the, the Browns are going to run away with this one. Yeah. I mean, the, how do you think that the Ravens can respond um, to their, you know, J.K. Dobbins and Gus Edwards both going down with um, season-ending injuries, now leaving an undrafted second-year pro in Tyson Williams to be the starting running back this year? I mean, I mean, I don't – I'm not sure how they're going to do it. Like, I, you know, I think you and I were talking a little bit earlier, and I think Mark Andrews has a great year. Um, you know, it, I, it's it's so hard to lean on tight ends. Um, I mean, even in Kansas City, right, with, with Travis Kelsey, uh, they have so many other weapons, so you're not leaning on him. You look what happens, you know, to a team when you lose your, your arguably your best offensive player last year with the 49ers, right, in, uh, in Kittle. And – I don't see Mark Andrews being that good. I think Marquise Brown has a great year. I, Sammy Watkins now, like I, he's just older. Um, but, you know, I, I think best case scenario, Lamar Jackson rushes for a thousand yards this year and throws for, you know, a thousand yards. I don't, I don't see him uh, really going, 
you know, showing out without uh, a strong backfield. So we'll see with them. I don't, uh, it's, I feel bad for all the Ravens fans out there. Yeah, I'm with you. I think he's going to really have to sort of take this on himself. I mean, he has Rashad Bateman. He has, you know, Sammy Watkins, Marquise Brown, who I like Hollywood Brown. I think he's one of the best young up-and-coming receivers in the NFL. But I agree that Lamar Jackson has to pretty much carry this by himself a little bit. And I think they have a a great defense, but again, you know – if you lose games 14 to 10, that, that doesn't do anything for you. Right. Yeah. Um, I don't think they're going to score more than, you know, they might score over 30 points once or twice this year. So I don't know. I I just think that there's so much, it's going to be tough for them. Do you think miles Boykin could have a big year? Yeah. I liked him coming out of TCU. Um, No, miles. You're thinking of Trevon Boykin. Miles Boykin went to Notre Dame. He's my guy. Of course, you're right. The whole Boykin thing. That's why it's funny you say that because I always get I always get Mark uh, Marquise Brown and AJ Brown mixed up. Yeah. Um, but not. Yeah. I mean, I think no. I, I think he. Um, I mean, again, it, I was never huge on Lamar Jackson. Um, really? Yeah, I, I don't. Which is funny because I drafted him in, in one of my leagues this year. I got him in a good spot. But uh, I, yeah, I, I don't. I don't know. I mean, and he surprises me every year. Um, but I, I again, I am just super down on the Ravens this year. Yeah, I mean, I remember just a quick side note here. I remember in uh, the twenty eighteen draft, which was the Lamar Jackson draft. My cousin and I were just talking about this the other day. We had the same thought process that um, the Giants in the first round. I'm a Giants fan for our listeners that don't know. Um, is they drafted. Saquon Barkley second overall um and then at the tail end of the first round the picks were the New England Patriots had the last pick and then the uh first pick in the second round was back to the Browns who just selected Baker so I was like Lamar Jackson's gonna be a giant like Patriots have Tom Brady like at that time they had Tom Brady they're not gonna select Lamar Jackson like they'd be stupid and then the Browns just selected Baker Mayfield. And even the Browns aren't stupid enough to select two quarterbacks, like, you know, in one draft like that. Yeah. Um, and so I was like, he's going to be a giant. And then, you yeah. know, credit to the Ravens for jumping ahead and selecting him. Um, but let's move on. I think we're ready to move on if you are ready here. Yeah, let's do it. Um, to how about we go now to the AFC East? Does that work for you? Yeah, start us off. Uh, I think the team – I'm going to start us off right here with the team that's going to win the AFC East. Nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. Up there in Buffalo, they got something special going, Cam. They got Josh Allen. Uh, I think they can very easily go back to the AFC Championship game. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I and Not to get too ahead of ourselves, I think Josh Allen wins the MVP this year. I think he throws for over 4,500 yards, 40 touchdowns. I think he has under 10 interceptions. Um, I think he has a stellar year after his stellar year last year. Again, he's someone that has grown on me a ton. I think Stefan Diggs has over, you know, 
1,200 receiving yards and, and, you know, 10, 12 touchdowns. And again, really not to get ahead of ourselves, but I think Sean McDermott wins coach of the year. So, or at least is in the top two. There's another person I, uh, I'll mention, but um, yeah, I think the bills have an awesome year. I think the jets are going to be the jets this year. Um, yeah. I think, I just don't think the dolphins are good enough. Um, I mean, they're okay. They're young. Uh, and I, I, I think the Patriots have had so much movement this off season. And I think Mac Jones, is, um, I really would have liked to see Cam Newton, you know, play or, or at least compete with Mac Jones for a starting job or vice versa. Um, but I don't see any, even if, you know, God forbid Josh Allen got hurt. I still think the bills blow out this conference. So um, I don't think that's true. I think it all hinges on Josh Allen being healthy. I mean, I think the Patriots maybe give them a run. I like their defense. And like I said, I like Mac Jones. Um, I don't think offensively they're, they're quite together, but um, yeah, I don't, uh, I don't see how the bills come close to losing this, uh, this division. You think, let's just say for the sake of this discussion, and obviously we don't want anybody to get hurt. We want, you know, everybody to stay completely healthy. But let's just say, as you brought up, that Josh Allen gets hurt. You really think that Mitch Trubisky can lead the Bills as far as yeah, Josh Allen? I think, I think with Stefan Diggs, Emmanuel Sanders, Cole Beasley, uh, you know, Devin Singletary and Zach Moss, I think still need to – I mean, it was you know, tough with Zach Moss last year, but I think he comes back and has a good year. Um, yeah, I, I think they have a, a great offense. I mean, Josh Allen makes them – a superior team, Mitch Trubisky keeps him a good team. Uh, so I don't, um, you know, I don't, I don't think that they, they come close to any other team in the division. Maybe again, like I said, maybe the Patriots, but um, yeah, I think even with a, you know, an, an injured or not, you know, maybe not a hundred percent Josh Allen. Um, I think they still, uh, still do well. My biggest worry would be Stefan Diggs. Uh, I think he's the, the key piece to all this. Uh, and hopefully if he can stay healthy, uh, they're going to have an awesome year. Yeah. Um, and moving to the Jets right now, I know we were speaking about the Jets a little bit. Um, I'm interested to see how Robert Salad does because let's be – and I was a little surprised that the Jets moved on so quickly from Sam Darnold that didn't give him one more season under – actually you know potentially I think he's good gonna be great Carolina yes but I mean I'm a, gonna bring that up when we get to that division and we yeah. get them. but I you know I think let's be honest he had his the two head coaches that Sam Darnold's had is, is the Jets quarterback where you know one of the worst head coaches in NFL history I would argue um and you know Todd Bowles um who you know Todd Bowles wasn't a good coach. And then, as I said, you know, um, what's his name was a terrible coach too. Um, I'm having a brain fart right now, but um, you know who I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't, again, I, I'm like the vast majority of fans. Adam don't Gates. Think, yeah. So. Oh yeah. <laughs> a very forgetful name. Um, I, I don't, I hate, 
I hated Zach Wilson going where he did in the draft. I don't. You don't think he can live up to the number two selection? No, I do not like. Like I don't like the Trey Lance pick. I didn't like the Carson Wentz pick. It, I have nothing against these. You know, I guess BYU is maybe not a mid-major school, but I don't. They just haven't shown themselves. I think recently, and for the Jets to pass up on some guys, it's just. I don't know. I mean, when your top receiver is Corey Davis and you have a quarterback, a rookie quarterback in Zach Wilson, that's just a tough combo. I think Elijah Moore has a good year, um, but I, they just don't have uh, – they're missing a lot of key pieces. I don't think they have a great year at all. Would you have selected, like, Penae Suel to try to protect um... – Sam I mean, Arnold or Trey Lance or Kyle Pitt. I think the I, I think the biggest thing with them was it wasn't so much protecting Sam Darnold, it was getting Sam Darnold out of there. And I think that was what we just said. It was that was a bad move. Um because at the end of the day, even if Zach Wilson is maybe a little more mobile than Sam Darnold, and Sam Darnold's a tough dude, but yeah, you have to protect him. Um, I don't, I mean, Mackay Becton is Mackay Becton, but you know, there's, you know, there's five people on a line, right? There's six people on a line. You, you got to protect them. And, you know, hopefully, um, hopefully Zach Wilson stays healthy because if Zach Wilson doesn't, the Jets are going to win, you know, a game. Yeah. I think. I think, honestly, that that is one thing I give the Jets tremendous amount of credit for and that I wish the Giants did is prioritize the offensive line. This year in the draft, they select last year they selected Makai Becton, who I was really high on going into the draft. This year they selected Elijah Vera Tucker, who I was also very high on going into the draft. And so I think, you know, they are prioritizing keeping their quarterbacks upright, and I think that's a smart way to run a football team. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and now I think we've gone through pretty much everybody in the AFC East. And so now, Cam, we're going to move on to the last to the AFC West. Um, you know, we got to the Denver Broncos, the Kansas City Chiefs, the Los Angeles Raiders, excuse me, the Las Vegas Raiders and the Los Angeles Chargers. Obviously. This division is going to be won by the Kansas City Chiefs. I told you this before we started to record, and I'm going to say it again. In preparation for this podcast, I wrote a lot of notes. I wrote three or four notes about every team. For the Kansas City Chiefs, I wrote one note, two words, Patrick Mahomes. I feel like that's all I have to say. Yeah, and uh, I think I said uh, uh, I wrote Pat Mahomes as Pat Mahomes things. (laughs) <laughs> and I didn't feel like I needed to write any more, but then I was like, I need to. So I think Clyde Edwards Alaire has a better year. Um, I was one of the few that got sucked into drafting him early in a in the first round last year, and I paid for that dearly. Um, but I think he has a better year. Tyreek Hill is Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey is Travis Kelsey. I always I love McCole Hardman. You know, for Gata to have two receptions and 90 yards and a touchdown a game, I think is a is always a fun stat line. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't think anybody challenges them. I mean, if we have to pick a team, I, 
I personally think, and I put the Chargers as my like dis or not. No, sorry, different team. I think the Chargers do well. I love Justin Herbert. Uh, I don't see the Raiders or the Broncos doing anything. Um, yeah, I mean, there's nothing else to say about this division. I, I also, yeah, I mean, I think this is going to be the most boring division in football because I think it's, you know, a one-team division. Um, and, you know, in the rich keep getting richer. They got Orlando Brown, you know, pretty, un, I feel like a little under the radar move this offseason from them. But, I mean, a move that, you know, helps them win the Super Bowl potentially. I mean, yeah. we'll do our predictions of the playoffs later, but ridiculous, you know, move there to bring him in. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, they just are – I mean, they're – I love their defense. I love Frank Clark, Chris Jones. I mean, they're just fun guys to watch. Tyron Matthew, it's like – they're just a – and, you know, it's hard – It's or it's always easy to hate the best team, right? I look at the Patriots when they were really good. It was easy to hate them. It's hard to hate the Chiefs because they're super fun to watch and they're just really good. And yeah. I really think if, if Clyde Edwards Alaire can, you know, rush for 800, 900 yards, even a thousand yards, it's going to be fun to watch these guys just demolish every team they play. Yeah. I mean, you know, yeah, I think I like as a, you know, I don't know if I've told you, I'm sure we've spoke about this before. I like watching top athletes and top teams in their sport assert their dominance and like, you know, just play the sport at the highest level that it could possibly be played. I'd be like Patrick Mahomes play football at the highest level it could possibly be played. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, with no passes and everything, it's ridiculous. I'm still waiting for Pat Mahomes to slip up just because it's, you know, it's almost fun to see like the mighty fall and he just hasn't. And I mean, he's, you talk about the what Mike well, and it's a little different with football, right? And you know, we'll relate it to baseball. How fun Mike Trout was to watch. It's his, you know, Pat Mahomes is even more fun. So yeah, I that's that you're right. I think that's gonna be the most boring division. Yeah. Um and now we're gonna move on to the AFC South with the Houston Texans, Indianapolis Colts, Jacksonville Jaguars, and Tennessee Titans. I think this is how I see this division playing out from top to bottom. I got the Titans and then the Colts and then the Jaguars and then the Texans. I agree. And I was going back and forth. I think this is going to be the most interesting division. I don't know about fun. Uh, really? Because I, I don't think any of these teams are outstanding, but I think with Trevor Lawrence, who I think is going to be the offensive rookie of the year, I think the the weapons that he has around him offensively are between Chenault, Marvin Jones, James Robinson out of the back. I mean, they're they're if Trevor Lawrence is as good as everyone thinks he's going to be, then he's going to have one of the best rookie seasons I think of all time, so long as he can stay healthy and they can block for him. And Which I think a concern. The what? Them blocking for Trevor Lawrence is a concern. That yeah. We, oh, yeah, absolutely. But I think if they can, I and he, you know, if they can give him five seconds to throw the ball, you know, four seconds to throw the ball, then the defense is in trouble. I think Jonathan Taylor could rush for 
1,200 yards, 1,500 yards this year and 13, 14 touchdowns. Um, I think Carson Wentz is out of, you know, all the, I don't want to say pressure because I think he'll have a lot of pressure in Indianapolis, but I think he'll be a little, you know, he'll have some breathing room. And uh, I mean, the Titans, and, and I wrote this down. I don't think Julio Jones does that much. Really? Um, after a not, yeah, I, I don't, I don't think he does enough, but I think it is enough when Brown and Derrick Henry. And I absolutely love Ryan Tannehill. I think Ryan Tannehill is an, a, I don't want to say elite quarterback, but I think with just the weapons he has around him, I think he's a top 10 quarterback. I think that the Titans are going to do really well. And I disagree with you about Julio Jones. I think he might be overshadowed by AJ Brown and Derrick Henry, but I also think, you know, sometimes a fresh start, a new place helps people and helps athletes. And you know, I think he's going to benefit from that. And I think he's going to be a big part of that offense that leads them to the playoffs and leads them to this division win. Yeah. The only, and I, I agree. I think they win the division. I was, I think it's going to be a tight, I think it's going to be the closest race with the Colts and the Titans, because again, like I said, I think Carson Wentz has a much better year and is relaxed. I love Jonathan Taylor, Michael Pittman, I I really like Paris Campbell, and I think that they have one of the best defenses uh, in the league. Um, and I'll explain a little bit more with that. But I think Darius Leonard is arguably, you know, a top one of one of the top one of the top defensive players, if not you know the top lineman um, or linebacker. But uh, yeah, I, I I think they're I think the Colts are sneaky good this year. I agree. I don't know how well Carson Wentz will do. I think he obviously has to rediscover his, you know, 2018 form when they made it all the way to the Super Bowl, which he wasn't, you know, a huge part of, of course, because of the injury. But, you know, he was a beast that season. Um, but And I agree. I like Darius Leonard a lot. Um, he said some things about the vaccine recently that are a little, uh, shall we say, uneducated. Um, but, you know, that doesn't take away from his ability to play on the field. Um, and you know, I think he's beast and I agree with, you know, you're, I like the Colts, you know, they have one of my favorite players in the NFL right now, uh, Rodrigo Blankenship, the kicker, um, because I like the goggles at Georgia. He wore pink cleats, which I think is entertaining. You know, he went to Disney and got a lightsaber, at uh, star Wars this uh, off season with his girlfriend or his wife, whatever. So I find that to be entertaining. Um, so, you know, I find him to be the new, um, Pat McAfee sort of as an entertaining kicker, punter person. Mm -hmm. Um, and this is my hot take of the day with this division. If urban Meyer was in any other team, except for the Jacksonville Jaguars, if he was at a team with more pressure, he wouldn't last throughout. He wouldn't last till the end of the season. Yeah. It's interesting with. I mean, I, I think there's some connection between having him and, and Trevor Lawrence there. I mean, it, to have these two brand names, it's yeah. I, I don't. I'm. I'll be curious to see how he does. Um, 
And there's definitely some more to, to bite off there. Uh, I think if the Jaguars didn't have the first pick or didn't have Trevor Lawrence, I don't know if Urban Meyer would have gone there. I think for him to, to get the chance to coach Trevor Lawrence, um, with especially with a younger, younger team that they have, uh, it'll be interesting to see how Urban Meyer does. And then one final quick thing on the Colts, losing T.Y. Hilton hurts. Um, I think they still have some good receivers, uh, like I had said earlier, with Paris Campbell and Michael Pittman. Um, and I always really like Naeem Hines. He's like a McCole Hardman to me or Kareem Hunt. I think he just, you know, if you need him to step up, I think he'll step up. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I think this will be the most interesting division I, uh, I don't know if it'll be the most exciting, but it'll be interesting to see the Colts and Titans battle it out. And then the Jaguars, you know, almost sneak their way up. Yeah. Um, and now we're going to move on to the NFC. We're going to go, which division would you like to start with in the NFC, Cam? We'll go with the North again. Okay. Let's start with the North. So um, the North division is the Green Bay Packers, the Detroit Lions, the Chicago Bears, and the Minnesota Vikings. I think – that as long as the Green Bay Packers have Aaron Rodgers, this division is theirs, which, I mean, we'll get into it in a second about whether this is the last dance for him and Devontae Adams. I think it is. What do you think, Cam? You know, I, again, I went back and forth with, like I did with the Colts and the Titans. I think the Vikings are going to win. Um, Really? I think this is, maybe the most, I don't want to say the most competitive conference, but, you know, I, I think Justin Fields is going to do great in Chicago. Um, I don't think they're going to be anything spectacular, but I really like him there. Um, I, you know, with the Lions, I don't necessarily know if, you know, I was never a huge fan of Jared Goff. Um, I think DeAndre Swift is is great, but I think outside of those two, um, other than maybe TJ Hawkinson, but I never like relying on tight ends. I don't think they have enough. And I, I agree. I think outside of maybe Seattle, uh, Aaron Rodgers, uh, uh, Adams, and um, Aaron Jones are – maybe the best one, two, three in the, in the league, but I don't know. I just think there's been so much disappointment from the off season with Aaron Rodgers that, you know, I think he's a top three quarterback in the league. I just don't think that he really comes out and is excited to play even with, you know, Aaron Jones um, having the year he did last year and Devonta Adams having the year he had last year, but I just really like the Vikings. I think Dalvin cook is going to, have an unbelievable year. I love Adam Thielen. I've always liked Adam Thielen and Justin Jefferson. If he can repeat what he did last year, um, I think it gives Kirk Cousins a ton of time and a ton of options. He just needs to play better. I think I disagree with you. I think Kirk Cousins is actually, if I'm being honest, the worst starting quarterback in this division. I'm going to say that Justin Fields is the starting quarterback because, I mean, when do you think he's going to start? Because tomorrow it's Andy Dalton. I think he starts week two. I think he plays a ton tomorrow, but I think it's week two. I think Andy Dalton is 
I think what was going to happen, what's going to happen in Chicago, you know, Andy Dalton gets his time. Maybe he starts for two weeks in a row and then Justin Fields comes in. I thought that was going to happen in New England. I thought Cam Newton was going to start, throw a couple interceptions, get a pick, and then Mac Jones and comes in and starts the rest of the season. Obviously, that's not going to happen anymore. Um, but I think the Bears are just really trying to keep Justin Fields healthy. And they're going to play him if one of two things happens. Andy Dalton gets hurt or uh, he just plays terrible. And I think yeah. Justin Fields will come in and play uh, week two. I'm surprised. Um, just going back to the Patriots for two seconds. I forgot to say this when we were talking about the Patriots that they didn't um, keep Cam Newton as that, you know, mentor veteran quarterback that teams usually do, you know, they keep their veteran quarterback to mentor the young, you know, up and coming quarterback. Mm -hmm. Um, But in this division, I think it's the Packers, as I said, Um, you know, I think this division, I think the lions will be the worst team in this division. Um, TJ Hawkinson is Goff's only good weapon, really, I would say. Um, Jared Goff hasn't played very well since he made that Super Bowl a few years ago um, with the Rams. But I think that the Vikings come in second division. Justin Jefferson and Dalvin Cook are going to have big years this year. But I think Aaron Rodgers is going to want to say, you know, F you to the Packers and, you know, on my way out, I'm going to win as many games as possible and, you know, try to prove that I'm not, you know, a sour plus, you know, that just doesn't give a shit, you know, I'm going to yeah. try to win games. Yeah. Um, and now we're going to move to the NFC West with the Arizona Cardinals, the LA Rams, the San Francisco 49ers and the Seattle Seahawks. This is I'm the glad team, right? I am glad you moved to this conference because I think this is going to mimic the NFC North because I picked the Cardinals here. I think Seattle's a great team. I have, I think the Cardinals end up winning. I think what Seattle is to Green Bay, the Cardinals are to the Vikings. And then I think, you know, the, the Rams and the 49ers are like the Bears and the, the Lions. I don't know about you. Yeah, um, I think – that this division is definitely in favor of the Seattle Seahawks, but they have to keep him right. Uh, keep him, keep Russell Wilson, Russell Westbrook, Russell Wilson, Jesus Christ. I'm sorry. <laughs> Upright. Uh, in my notes, I wrote Russell Westbrook. I must be thinking about basketball or something. Um, but he's, you know, he complained publicly during the off season about being hit too much. And in 144 career regular season games, he's been hit 394 times. That can't continue. Gabe Jackson has to have a big year. Russell Wilson has to continue to move around the pocket and use his legs to extend plays. Um, And I think the second best team in this division is, I mean, easily the Arizona Cardinals. Yeah. I mean, I, I think I, and I wrote this in my notes. I, I think Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins could hook up for, you know, 15, 17 touchdowns. That um, would be crazy. I, I think that they're going to have an unbelievable year. Um, I think the addition of James Conner to Chase Edwards is 
great. I think it's like a lesser version of Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb. Um, but I always really like James Conner. I hope Chase Edwards can have a great year. Um, I just think the Cardinals somehow pull out a win. I think there's a lot of a lot of stuff going on with Seattle. Um, I mean, it's hard to to you know bet against Russell Wilson when he has DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett, but uh, I just I think the Cardinals have a really good a really good year. Um, you know, maybe Christian Kirk and AJ Green can figure it out. Um, but yeah, I, I really like I really like the Cardinals this year. I like Christian Kirk. I think he's you know coming out of college. I thought he was you know my favorite uh, wide receiver in that draft class. Um, and you know JJ Watt, I think he'll have a big year. But I think one thing is that if we are sitting here again in a year's time and they don't make the playoffs, I think they have a different head coach. I think Cliff Kingsbury yeah. cannot survive three consecutive um, seasons of not making the playoffs. Yeah, no, I agree with that. I mean, I think, like you said, J.J. Watt, Buda Baker is great. I think Isaiah Simmons is going to have a great rookie year. Um, so, or not, uh, sorry, not uh, rookie years drafted uh, last year, but I think he has a great year. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I think um, I'd like Zayvon Collins. I watched one game when he was at Tulsa. Just it happened to be on on like a Thursday. And I was like, all right, let's. Let's watch Tulsa and can't remember who it was, someone else in their conference. And his name would not stop being mentioned. And they were talking about he's going to be a first round pick. And I was like, who is this guy? Um, and he had an unbelievable game. And, you know, now he's, you know, first round pick playing, uh, you know, starting for, for the Cardinals. So I, I, I like their defense and I like their offense. I don't think they're the best defense or the best offense, maybe even in the division, but I just think that they have a lot of pieces and uh, I think they're going to have a, a great year. But again, it is hard to bet against the Seahawks. Um, I, I think they have one of the best one, two, three punches in the league. But um, yeah, I, I, I don't know why I'm just super high on the Cardinals this year. I think they're going to be really good. I could easily see them making the wild card in the NFC um, yeah. as one of the wild card teams. Um, but we'll get to the playoffs later. Um, and so now we're moving on to the last division that we're going to preview today because it is the last division that we haven't touched upon yet. Um, and that is going to be the NFC East, getting a little ahead of myself there. The New York Giants, the Dallas Cowboys, the Washington football team, and the Philadelphia Eagles, which just on a completely different side note, Washington football team should get a name already. But let's just start with the New York Giants. This is, I think we can agree here. This is a make it or break it year for Daniel Jones. I mean, he has no excuse. Yeah, I don't. I mean, yeah, I, I don't like. I never liked Daniel Jones, um, even at Duke. Again, I don't think that he was. I, I don't. I don't like Daniel Jones. Just flat out, I, I don't think he's a great football player. I mean, I. I don't think he has the weapons around him. I think Kenny Galladay was a. Was I think he does. I mean, I don't think. I mean, who? All right. So, who's wide receiver one for them? Kenny Galladay or Sterling Shepard? I think Kenny Galladay is your wide receiver one. I think Darius Slayton or Sterling Shepard is your wide receiver two. And then I think you got 
Evan Ingram, who sucks. I'm not a fan of Evan Ingram at all. I think he can't stay healthy. And when he's healthy, he sucks. Um, but then you got a healthy Saquon Barkley, who's expected to play in week one tomorrow. Healthy, quote unquote, compared to compared to where he was last year. Yeah. But he's he's still questionable. Like and you said, Evan Ingram. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think I, I just don't really think that uh, I just don't think they have enough. Um, they just don't have enough. If Saquon Barkley has another unbelievable year, sure, maybe. I think he's one of the, you know, behind Christian McCaffrey. If Saquon Barkley is fully healthy, he's the second best running back in the league. But I, I don't think Daniel Jones has put together enough of what we've seen for us to really say that Sterling Shepard and Kenny Galladay are enough for, for him. Yeah. Um, I, I think that the biggest concern I have about the New York giants right now is the offensive line. I mean, Andrew Thomas didn't play well in the last preseason game. And then who else is on that line? I mean, you know, it's not like you have these big names. You draft great players. Like I said earlier with the Jets, Elijah Vera, Tucker, Mackay Becton, you know, the Giants, you have Nate Solder back, who was terrible the last time he played, and he took last season off because, you know, he didn't want to get COVID, which I respect that. Everybody had to make that decision. I might have made that decision. I have no idea. But, you know, I respect – So he, but he wasn't very good the last time he played. So how is he – he's already, you know, on the wrong side of 30. How is he going to be able be when he comes back? So I think the offensive line is the biggest concern. And I think that if we are still talking, if we are here next year and Dave Gettleman is still the New York Giants general manager, I'd be very upset. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I think, um, yeah, I think they just, they need to, they, it is make or break year for them. So, I mean, sure. Yeah. Make or break for Daniel Jones, but I think just the Giants in general. Um, and I think, just the way the division is set up. And we saw it last year, right? I mean, they were going to have a team that was below 500 make the playoffs just because of how bad the division was. Yeah. Uh, I think Dak Prescott's back. I think he, he's comeback player of the year. I think he has an awesome year. And we saw it Thursday uh, against uh, an awesome Bucks team who, you know, we'll talk about in a sec. Um, I think the Washington football team always liked their defense. I love Ryan Fitzpatrick. I think he's like a Ryan Tannehill. I think they just, they're just a good quarterback, right? They're never, they're never going to go above and beyond. Um, and like I said earlier, with the Eagles and Jalen Hurts, Devonta Smith, we'll see how that plays out. Um, but again, I just don't think the Eagles are, are good enough. I, I don't like Miles Sanders. Um, and uh, yeah, they just, this is always an interesting division and has been for quite some time now. But I, I do think with Dak Prescott being back, I think the Cowboys run away a little bit here. Um, yeah, I agree. I agree with you about the Dallas Cowboys, but Lyle Collins is suspended five games after that game. On Thursday, he got suspended for taking yeah. whatever. I don't want to speculate, but he for violating the NFL substance abuse policy. Um, Michael Gallup is going to miss time with a groin injury. I think Michael Parsons could very easily win the defensive rookie of the year. The Cowboys. Yeah. I, um, yeah, I, I, I was going back and forth between him and, um, 
and Quiddy Pay, because again, I love the Colts this year, and I think their defense is great. So I was going back and forth between them, but yeah, Micah Parsons is a beast, and um, yeah, I, I think I I just I don't think the Colts are or the Colts. See, I love the Colts. I keep talking about them. I don't think the Cowboys are the you know the the best team, but um, I mean Zeke Elliott just had a poor poor game um, Thursday. Thank God, you know, Mark Cooper and Ceedee Lamb picked him up. But, uh, yeah, I, I think the Cowboys, just the way the division is set up, the division's not good. Um, and I think the Cowboys have a, uh, have a good year, good enough year to, you know, to propel them to the playoffs, whether they win, you know, they might go eight and eight, they might go nine and seven. Um, but I don't think any of the other teams in this division win more than, more than seven games. So, yeah, similar, similar to last year. Uh, I, you know, I obviously hope you're wrong. I, uh, as you know, a Giants fan, but um, yeah, I think that the Cowboys are going to have a really good year, but I don't think that, I think that's going to be in spite of Mike McCarthy, not because of Mike McCarthy, because mm-hmm. I don't think Mike McCarthy is a very good head coach. I think you know, he only won one Super Bowl there with peak Aaron Rodgers. I think that's tough to do. He's one of the greatest quarterbacks ever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. I, I, I um, yeah, agreed. And now we're going to move on to the NFC North. Um, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers looked really good in um, the, I mean, they didn't look great, but they looked pretty good um, in their week one win on Thursday night over the Dallas Cowboys. As we discussed a little bit earlier. Um, I think they're going to run away with this division. I don't see the Saints, who you know now don't have, um, of course, Drew a good quarterback. Or, yeah, or the Panthers with Sam Darnold, who I'm excited to see Sam Darnold. I think he could, you know, play well in a new system. Or the Falcons with you know an old um, Matty Ice, you know, but. Um, I think the Bucks easily win this division again. Yeah, no, I, I 100% agree. I think, and I wrote this after Thursday's game. Tom Brady had a really good game. Gronk had an awesome game. Uh, my question to you was: Can we consider Rob Gronkowski and Tom Brady the greatest one-two combo of all time? I think they just had their hundredth combined touchdown. Like, and, you know, maybe it's just because right now I'm not thinking about anybody else, but I think Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski could be considered one of the greatest one-two combos of all time, especially, you know, I don't know if they'll make it back to the Super Bowl this year, let alone even win, but I think they're going to have a great year. Like you said, I think they're going to run away with this division, and I think Tom Brady and Gronk go down as one of if not the greatest combo of all time i agree i think that they are um the greatest i would argue that maybe they are the greatest combination of a quarterback and a receiver slash tight end slash running back whatever um of mm-hmm. all time and you know i think the one thing that obviously helps the buccaneers everybody is back they're the first team since late raiders of the late 1970s to win a Super Bowl and return all 22 starters. Yeah. I mean, 
That's that was, and, ridiculous. Yeah. And I think the biggest thing there was the defense. They have a ton of weapons on offense. And I was, I mean, again, similar to the Cowboys, I was really disappointed with the, the running game with the Bucs. Uh, again, I, you know, Zeke Elliott's better than Leonard Fournette or Ronald Jones, but I really expected them to at least rush for, you know, 50 yards. <laughs> yeah. One of them. Uh, I think, I mean, I think they'll figure it out again. First game, first game jitters, whatever it might be. You're coming back from a Super Bowl win, you're playing behind, or it's a close game. But uh, yeah, I think to return everybody is something special. And I mean, Antonio Brown, if he does something, anything similar to what he did Thursday, that's awesome. Mike Evans is Mike Evans. And yeah, I think they're a great team. And I, I agree. I don't think the Saints. You know, Jameis Winston is uh, is okay, but uh, without Michael Thomas, that really hurts. Alvin Kamara is awesome. There's no doubt about that. But uh, I think without Michael Thomas and now no more Drew Brees, it's it's tough for them. I like Sam Darnold on the Panthers, and I think the Falcons are just uh, you know Matt Ryan and Calvin Ridley are great combo, but there's just nothing else there. I agree. And how do you think that Sam Darnold does? I think personally speaking, I think Sam Darnold is going to do really well in Carolina because he has a good coach now. I mean, you know, I think that, you know, he is going to have Chris McCaffrey. And I think that obviously, and I think that um, Matt rule is one of the best head coaches in all of the national football league. You know, I wanted the giants to hire him when they were hiring Joe judge, but I like Joe judge now, but whatever, you know, cause I mean, he's turned around every, he's turned around every single team where he's went, you know, he went to temple, he put them on game day and he made them pretty good. He went to Baylor after all the sexual assault stuff and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And he made them good. Yeah. Now he's here. And I think he can make the Panthers good. Um, you know, and so do you agree with me about my opinion about Matt rule? Yeah, I think he's great. Um, I, uh, I have some close family friends that are big Temple fans, and, um, you know, I got to see him coach there. And, yeah, I think he did a great job there. You're right with Baylor, too, just kind of turning – not turning that program around, but, um, you know, kind of getting them out of the dark there. Um, and, and, yeah, I, I think he's going to do a great job and has done a great job in the past. So, I don't – I just think he's a great coach. Yeah. Um, and do you think – that here's a question for you. Do you think that Ian Book sees the field at all in New no. Orleans? I think he does, maybe. I mean, yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, I, I think so. Um, Taysom Hill is like, you know, I, 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 Taysom Hill's good. I, I think he's, you know, he's been behind Drew Brees' shadow the whole time. He can he'll be a receiver, he'll be a running back. That's why he's not the starter. I think if Taysom Hill just settled down and was like, I only want to be a quarterback, and the Saints came back and said, we only want you to be a quarterback, Jameis Winston would not be the starter. I um, agree with that. I mean, he's not even, you know, just looking at the depth chart, right, he's not even their you know, third, third string, right? Trevor Simeon is, um, which I don't, you know, I, I don't necessarily like. But um, I think that's only because of, of the experience that he's had. But yeah, I mean, I think Ian Book could be a good a good quarterback if, again, don't want anybody to get hurt. If Jameis Winston gets hurt, I don't think Taysom Hill can 
can last all that long. Um, but uh, I mean, I just go back to the the throw and the catch from Jameis Winston to to Marquez Callaway, and you know, there's a moment of there's a couple moments of brightness from Jameis Winston, and if Michael Thomas can come back by week five, it could very well alter the the division a little bit. I mean, I don't think the Bucks lose in any way, but uh, yeah, I don't know it. it It'll be interesting to see what happens with the with the Saints this year. Yeah, um, I think. Yeah, um, and so now we're going to move on to we've broken down every division in the National Football League as it stands right now, and now we're going to move on to the playoff predictions. Um, so we have already told you who we have coming out of every division, Cam. Why don't you recap your picks just very, very quickly? Yeah, so I think with the I think the Browns in the north for the AFC at least, the Browns in the north, Bills in the east, Titans in the south, and the Chiefs in the west. Uh, I think that's pretty solidified. Um, again, like we said, I don't the Bills are not losing, the Chiefs are not losing. I don't think the Browns are losing. Maybe, maybe the Steelers do something if Chase Claypool and Juju and Deontay Johnson all, you know. 800 900 receiving yard years um but uh i think maybe the colts you know edge out to win um but you know with my with my wild card yeah i think the steelers and the colts and i think it'll be a good division i like that a lot more than the nfc uh and coming out of that division um i like i i don't i don't know how the chiefs don't make it to the Super Bowl. Um, I agree. I mean, maybe uh, maybe the Bills, uh, maybe the Browns, but I, I just the Chiefs are so good. I think this is this is the year where, I mean, even if the Chiefs make it to the Super Bowl, kind of similar to like LeBron, right? Like the the Cavs and like you made it to a bunch of of championships. You might have lost a few, but you kind you win here, you win there, and you just really start a you know, you cement your legacy, and I think Pat Mahomes is right there. I agree. Um, and, yeah, yeah, I got – so through the AFC North, as you said, you know, I got the Browns. I got in the AFC West, I got the Chiefs, obviously. In the AFC East, I got the Bills. And then the AFC South, I got the Titans. Um, and the wildcard teams I have coming out of the AFC, the Colts and the Ravens, and uh, just a quick note here, of course, um, as with any predictions show that we do here on the podcast, Cam will be coming back on the podcast at the end of the season to see what we got right, what we got wrong. So, you know, look forward to that in a few months um, when the season, you know, come to a close and absolutely i'm just looking at notes i can't believe we didn't mention i think Najee harris is an unbelievable year for pittsburgh um i forgot about him to be honest i think he could rush for 1200 yards i don't you know like it's hard for me to really give a vote of confidence to a rookie running back um just after like clyde edwards alaire and and a couple others but i think Najee harris is a tough sob and will be running through anything. I think it's just him in the backfield and whenever they give him the ball. I, I personally, I think he's going to league, league, lead the league in um, yards per carry. 
um, or yards after contact or something. I mean, he's just, he's a beast. So um, again, like I said, maybe the Steelers give the Browns a, a push, but um, I don't, I don't think there's any way the chiefs lose. I agree. Um, yeah. And then going through the, uh, the NFC, I got the Cowboys winning the NFC East. I got the Packers winning the NFC North. And then I got the Seahawks. Um, winning the NFC West, then I got the Buccaneers winning the NFC South, and then I got the two wild card teams. I have are the Arizona Cardinals and the New York Football Giants. Um, and so in the playoffs, I think the team that represents the NFC in the Super Bowl, uh, I am not going to hurt myself by saying the Dallas Cowboys, but I'm going to say the Tampa Bay Buccaneers go back to the Super Bowl. And I think that the team, I think we get a rematch in the Super Bowl. I think the team that comes out of the AFC is the Kansas City Chiefs because, as I said, Patrick Mahomes, Orlando Brown, Travis Kelsey, Tyree Kill. I mean, I could list, you know, their, you know, great players all day. Um, yeah. I, I, I mean, I, I think, like you said, the Cowboys and the Bucks. Um, I, like I said, I think my surprise pick of the season is the Cardinals in the West, and I like the Vikings in the North, but I think the Packers and the Seahawks are the wild cards. And just because I, I like, I, I like the Bucks, and you know, yeah, I, I think the Chiefs and the Bucks could very well be in the Super Bowl. Um, but I went ahead and put the Seahawks in the Super Bowl. I think Russell Wilson has another unbelievable year. DK Metcalf's another year older, Tyler Lockett. Um, I always like Chris Carson. I think he's an awesome addition or addition. I think he's an awesome piece, especially when you have two receivers like that. So I think the Seahawks make it to the Super Bowl. Um, I think they have an easy pat. Again, don't know what the playoff structure is going to look like, but I think you could have the, the you know, Packers and Bucks go at it at some point um, and, and knock out the Bucks. Or, I just think the Seahawks somehow find a path to the Super Bowl. Now, that being said, I think the Chiefs blow them out in the Super Bowl. Maybe not blow them out, but uh, I don't really think it's a huge contest. Um, but, uh, yeah, I have the I have the Seahawks and the Chiefs. Yeah, um, you know, I think um, that it'll certainly be an entertaining season this season, you know, regardless of what happens. Um, I'm going to the Giant game tomorrow, so I hope they win. Um, that would certainly be very nice um to see but um you know i think and so give me the one team that you think will finish with the first overall pick uh so the bottom team i i mean i i don't i think that i don't know how the jets win more than a game like i said um I don't think the Broncos are that good. Um, I, yeah, I, I just don't know how the Jets win more than a game or two. Um, I I completely yeah. disagree, actually. Really? Yes. Who do you think will be the bottom team? I think the bottom team will be the Houston Texans because they lost J.J. Watt. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Who, who, who the hell knows what the hell is going to happen with Deshaun Watson. I mean, his status is still up in the air. And who's their backup quarterback? I mean, I don't even 
remember. Tyrod, Tyrod Taylor. Yeah, so is he going to, you know, really play well for them after getting stabbed by the doctor last year? Which, I mean, that's medical malpractice. But we could talk about that a different day. But, I mean, you know, yeah, I have, I do not see a way. And they have Mark Ingram and they have Philip Lindsay, but I don't see a way that they uh, win more than three yeah. games this year. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I think that's – I mean, you're right, without – well, I don't want to say without Deshaun Watson because it's not like he's hurt or anything. It just, yeah, no, I, I you're right. I, I think that that may be a good pick. Um, I, I just am so low on the the Jets, um, and you know, I I think there's maybe enough pieces. I think Nico Collins is a great year, well, a great year for Nico Collins. Um, <laughs> you're right, Mark Ingram. I think Mark Ingram's a little down. <laughs> I don't know how the Ravens are feeling now with their, their backfield the way it is, getting rid of Mark Ingram. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, you're right. I, I think the Texans is – I think that the Texans is the right pick, and I think the Jets are the safe pick. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so, you know, I think just to go back to the Super Bowl prediction really quickly because I don't think I gave a prediction, you know, yeah, just getting back into this really quickly – uh, so in my prediction of the Super Bowl rematch, I think the Chiefs get get um, get over the hump this time and win two Super Bowls in three seasons, and you know get revenge for the Super Bowl last year because I think they have a better offensive line this year than they did last year, and so Patrick Mahomes won't be running for his life as much. Um, and so, Cam, give me you know one or two surprise teams. Um, coming into this season that you think are going to come out of nowhere kind of. And um, so I'm going to, I'm going to beat a dead horse. I think the Colts have an awesome year. I think the Colts win 12 games. I think Jonathan Taylor rushes for 1500 yards and 15 touchdowns. I think he's, you know, I, I really like Jonathan Taylor. I think Carson Wentz has a good year. Uh, And my other, you know, surprise quote unquote team of the Browns. I think the Browns have an awesome year. I think if, if their receivers can stay healthy and Nick Chubb can stay healthy, um, they have a, they're going to have a good year. They have a great defense. I don't think that's a surprise though. Everybody knows. I don't think it's a surprise, but I think it's surprise how well they go. I think they make it to the AFC championship. Um, and I think they like similar to last year. I think they give the chiefs a run for their money. Um, now that doesn't necessarily mean I think the Bills are going to have a disappointing year because I don't think they're one of my biggest disappointments. Um, I think the Ravens just have a disappointing year because of of you know what unfortunately has happened to their team. Um, I almost feel like Lamar Jackson is going to be forgotten a little bit about this year, regardless of his numbers. And um, yeah, I, I just I don't think. Um, so yeah, I think the I don't. I don't think it's maybe a big surprise with the Browns, but um, I don't think it's a big thing about the Ravens. I were talking about. I think it's a disappointing year for the Ravens. Uh, I don't. I agree. Think that they're gonna do anything this year. And my other disappointing pick is the Los Angeles Rams. Um, I don't. Uh, I know Matt Stafford is Matt Stafford, and I think he's. He's going to be a Hall of Fame quarterback. I think he's old. And I, I think, don't think that's true. I think Matt Stafford is a Hall of Fame quarterback. I think he just got such a bad um, 
you know, not a great spot in, in Detroit. Um, I think numbers wise, he's a hall of fame quarterback. Now he isn't, you know, MVPs, no super bowls, but I think he's a great quarterback. I think the Rams are overshadowed by the Seahawks and the Cardinals this year. And I think just the quote unquote hype around Trey Lance, you know, overshadows them. And, um, you know, I, they don't have a great running game and sure. Robert Woods and, um, Cooper cup are, are good receivers. Um, but uh, I think the Rams just have kind of a a, a boring year um, being behind Seattle and, and the Cardinals. I, uh, I'm going to give you one um, surprising team from each conference and then one disappointing team from each conference. I'm going to say that my first surprising team out of the NFC is the San Francisco 49ers. I think Trey Lance is going to play well this year. Um, I think he's going to start. I think Alex Mack will help the offensive line. but I, And I think that the defense is going to have a pretty good bounce-back season. Um, and I think in the AFC, I think the surprise team, and I don't really know how much of a surprise this is as much as just a continual to build upwards with an upward trajectory is the Los Angeles Chargers. Justin Herbert, I think, will play well. He got Rashawn Slater, who I think was one of the best offensive linemen in this past draft, to keep him upright. I think Drew Tranquil is going to have a big season on that defense. I think Jerry Tillery is going to have a bounce-back year. Um, and so I think those are my two surprising teams. Uh, what do you think of that, Cam? Yeah, I think I'm, Keenan Allen's great. Um, my only worry is Keenan Allen doesn't get the ball that much. Uh that he's going to complain a little bit or, or get upset. Um, but I think he's great. I think Mike Williams is awesome. I always, I love Mike Williams, especially as a wide receiver too. And Austin Eckler is a strong, strong man. <laughs> I think yes. he, I think he's awesome. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I really like their offense. Jared Cook is, is a good tight end. He's going to be good for them this year. I think. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, and we obviously Justin Herbert is, um, is going to be great. Uh, I, I think, um, he'll have a, he'll have a really good year. You're right. Uh, Rashawn Slater is, is a great, uh, addition. Um, you know, Brian Beluga, we talk about all these guys. So yeah, I, I think their offense is set to go. Um, and Joey Bosa's Joey Bosa. I think he's one of the best edge rushers in the, in the league. Uh, it's just a matter of, um, you know, I, I, I just think that they're in a, in a tough spot being with the chiefs. Um, I think they're hands down the best or the second best team in that, um, in that division. But uh, it, it's hard to talk about any other team in that division outside of the, the chiefs. I agree. Um, and so now my disappointing teams, I think my – I'm going to give you another one of one in each conference. I think the most disappointing team um, in the NFC this season, I think personally, is going to be the LA Rams. Yep. Agreed. I don't think they're going to do much this year. I don't think Matthew Stafford – I mean, we spoke about this. You know, you just spoke about this earlier as one of your disappointing teams as well. I disagree that he's a Hall of Fame quarterback. I don't think he is. Um, and I don't think they play very well this year. Um, 
which, you know, I think Sean McVay is a good coach. Like, I, I, I don't think he's a bad coach. I think he just has a bad roster to coach at this moment in time. Yeah. Um, and then my disappointing team from the AFC is the Jacksonville Jaguars. I think it could very, very, very easily be, you know, a fiery pit of trash. I mean, you know. <laughs> I think yeah, I mean flames very quickly. Yeah, I would say I, I I hope what happens to the Jaguars doesn't happen. You know, whatever what happened to the the Bengals last year with Joe Burrow. I would yeah. really like to see Trevor Lawrence fully healthy. He's my pick for for offensive rookie of the year just because of the weapons he has around him. Um, but uh I think just from where the Jaguars have been in the past, anything would be a you know, up from, from where they are. And I think Urban Meyer is, um, it'll be interesting to see Urban Meyer back in the head coaching seat. I don't think he can do it because I think he's already had heart problems. And, you know, I think the NFL is a different animal than college. I mean, obviously, you know, we see all the time, we see college coaches, you know, that are great in college, legendary in college struggle when they get to the next level when they get to the professional leagues you know John Calipari wasn't a very good you know NBA coach one of the best college basketball coaches of all time you know the list goes on and on and on um and so I'm going to be interested to see how he plays and now we're going to move on here Kim to award predictions we're going to start with we're going to lead up to the um offensive or to the MVP because you know we're gonna that is the pinnacle so we're gonna you know end with that one we're gonna start here with coach of the year um who do you got as coach of the year like I said I think maybe Sean McDermott I don't think the Bills do enough I personally think Kevin Stefanski is going to be the coach of the year um I think he takes the Browns to the the AFC championship um and they have a great year and you know, being new, I think he he shows out a little bit this year, and um, you know, and and makes the Browns a a team that other teams will circle on the on the schedule. I uh, I think he could, but the way that I think about Coach of the Year is somebody coming into a job or you know being in a job they've had for a few years and taking a team from nothing or from you know missing the playoffs to the playoffs you know that's the way that i think about coach of the year right or wrong we can have that discussion but that's the you know kevin stavansky they made it to the playoffs last year they're on the up everybody knows they're going to be good this year i think coach of the year is somebody that you know is a team that nobody expects much of and because of their coaching they you know catapult that team much further than they would have with you know somebody else at the helm. Um, and so for that reason, I'm going to say, I think that Sean Payton could win it if they, you know, surprise people. But because I said that the wild card, that one of the wild card teams in the NFC is the New York football giants. I'm going to say that it's Joe judge. I think, I think he's a very good head coach in this league. He's learned, and I'm not even trying to be biased. I apologize if it's coming off that way, but I mean, he learned from, um, and Joe Judge's tenure could explode, 
and you know it could be terrible or it could be great we'll see um you know i think that if they make the wild card i don't see how he doesn't make the and they finish above 500 i don't think he how he doesn't win coach of the year yeah i agree i just don't think they're going to finish above 500 i think uh i think that the the football team is is better uh, and i think the cowboys um are the best team in the division. So, I mean, I, I agree. I mean, I think if the Giants do what you say they're going to do, then yeah, absolutely. Um, but, uh, I mean, Saquon Barkley needs to have a stellar year and Daniel Jones needs to So, yeah, I know. I, I, I think those are good picks. Um, I guess moving on um, to the, the offensive and defensive rookies of the years, um, I don't know who you have, but I think for me, like I had said earlier, Trevor Lawrence, I think wins offensive rookie of the year. I think he's the safe bet. I think he's the right pick uh, just based off of the weapons he has around him. I, you're right. I think the Jaguars maybe don't have a great year, but um, it, it's, I think like anything in sports, right. The hype coming in, it's hard for the writers not to give him uh, that award. I don't necessarily know. Who else would be considered if you have a, a different uh, opinion there? Um, here's a hot take of the day. I'm going to give it to Mac Jones as the offensive rookie of the year. I trust Bill Belichick. You know, I think Mac Jones has the pedigree, you know, coming from Alabama, you know, the whole thing. And I think, you know, Bill Belichick, I think he's played okay in preseason, to be honest, Mac Jones. And I could very easily see him winning offensive rookie of the year um and you know but i think trevor because i don't think trevor lawrence is going to stay upright enough to win it this year they don't have an offensive line there i mean he's you know standing by himself practically back there yeah yeah i mean i think no i i do agree with that and i think it's easy the easy picks are always the quarterbacks i think Najee harris could very well um you know win win two depending on on what he has my only worry is that there's too many receivers there uh, that he won't have enough. But if I had to stay away from a quarterback, um, I would, I would put all my money on, on Najee Harris. How do you think, do you think that it's, what are your, give me the odds on Devontae Smith going back to back with a Heisman and an offensive rookie of the year? Ah, slim. I like Jalen hurts. I think Jalen hurts is great. Uh, I, I, I just don't think that they, that he does enough to, to win it. Um, and, you know, I sure he had a great year, but the, you know, college is different. Uh, and I laugh that, you know, we're going Najee Harris, Devonta Smith. Like, I mean, all these guys coming from Alabama, but yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, Jalen Waddle too, if we're going to mention Alabama guys, uh, I, I don't, I, I think, Jalen Waddle, Devonta Smith, Jamar, Jamar Chase, I think has a better chance of winning offensive rookie of the year than, than Devonta Smith. Uh, if we're talking about receivers, but uh, I, I think it's hard to bet against Trevor Lawrence. And if you're not taking a quarterback, Najee Harris is, is next in line. Yeah. Um, I, I would say that I would, I'm going to say if, we're not gonna if we're gonna pick a position player that's not a quarterback to win the rookie of the year. I'm gonna say that um, I think you know Najee Harris is a good pick. What about Kyle Pitts? Do you like Kyle Pitts? 
I do, end. but I don't. I don't think a tight end will win uh, offensive rookie of the year, and I don't think you know Atlanta's the right spot if he's going to do that. But I think he's going to have a great year. I um, I was super high on him. I drafted him uh, on a couple teams, and uh, I uh, you know maybe maybe he kind of does what Darren Waller did and opens himself up as as you know, one of the, now the, the top tight ends in the league. Uh, but um, I don't know. It, it'll be a, it'll be an interesting, it'll be interesting if, if he starts to show that he could win rookie of the year. Um, and I think it all, again, it all depends on Trevor Lawrence and uh, whenever Justin Fields starts, I mean, Mac Jones, Najee Harris, I just think there's too much for Kyle Pitts to, to, uh, to win. Yeah, um, and now we're going to move on here to the defensive player of the year. Uh, excuse me, defensive rookie of the year, sorry. And I think it's Michael Parsons. Yeah, I think we um, I think we can agree there. Um, you know, I also said Quiddy Pay. Uh, I think just from where he is in, in Indianapolis and with Darius Leonard there helping him out, I think he has an awesome year, but yeah, it is hard to choose against Michael Parsons, just pure talent wise. Yeah. I mean, you know, he was a beast in college, of course, you know, consensus all American, you know, all that kind of stuff. And, you know, he had seven tackles um, combined against the Buccaneers on Thursday. So, you know, I think he is the front runner um, in my eyes to, win the um rookie of the defensive rookie of the year um and so you know we're gonna move on here to comeback player of the year who you got as much as i want to say saquon barkley uh i'm gonna pick Dak prescott i'm gonna take the easy way out um you know sure sure christian mccaffrey and and saquon barkley Joe Burrow. I mean, there's, there's a ton of guys, Nick Bosa, like all these guys that got hurt. Sure. So this to me is a big toss up. Um, but uh, I mean, just from the excitement that Dak Prescott had last Thursday, it's uh, it's going to be hard to pick against him. Um, and uh, I think he does a lot to really bring the Cowboys up, um, you know, and, and really compete in the, in the conference, let alone their, you know, terrible division i agree and i agree with you about Dak prescott here um and so you know who you got for defensive player of the year defensive player of the year uh i have chase young um Ooh, i think after his pick. i'm gonna take a little yeah a little hot take there i think i i think chase young is going to be one of the best defensive players of our generation um, I think he's unbelievable. I think winning, you know, rookie or defensive rookie of the year last year, I think he continues and wins um, defensive player of the year. And it, the reason I say that is because of their division. I don't think the Giants or the, the Cowboys are, are, you know, are going to stop him. I don't think the Eagles are. So I just, you know, especially with the quarterback play in that division, I think Chase Young has an awesome, awesome year. I could very easily see that happening. I could see that happening, but I think I think the defensive player of the year is TJ Watt. 
I think, you know, he just got the monster contract, making him the highest paid defensive player in NFL history. Um, and you know, if he can't live up to that and win a defensive player of the year, I think it's disappointing. I think that doesn't mean that he lives up to it or that the lack thereof means he doesn't live up to it. I think he could very easily live up to it, not win defensive player of the year, but I think he needs to win defensive player of the year this year. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I think that's a good pick. And who do you have for offensive player of the year? I think for offensive player of the year, um, I think Josh Allen wins offensive player of the year. I think the Bills have another great season, make it all the way to the AFC championship game potentially. Um, and he, you know, is the part of the biggest part of that maybe. Yeah, I think, I mean, I, I think Josh Allen's a good pick. Um, I, uh, I, I think, I think Pat Mahomes wins offensive player of the year. Um, and I, I'm going to leave it at that because it's Pat Mahomes and <laughs> easy pick. Um, I mean, I, I, I think Tom Brady could win offensive player of the year too. I don't, I don't know. Um, I can see that. There's so many guys, uh, if Dalvin Cook can stay healthy, which I don't know if he can, I think he could very well win. Um, but yeah, I have Pat Mahomes winning offensive player of the year because I have Josh Allen winning the MVP. Um, I think he's going to have one of the best seasons we've seen in a long time. My only worry is that the bills don't make it, you know, out of, out of their, um, you know, in the, in the conference championship or even the Super Bowl. So, uh, I don't know, but, um, yeah, the, I think, I have Josh Allen winning winning the MVP this year. I could see that very uh, very much so, um, but I'm going to change from you um, in terms of the MVP, and I'm going to say, you know, it's Patrick Mahomes. I mean, it's I'm not reinventing the wheel here. I'm not, you know, surprising anybody with this pick. I think he's the best player in the NFL right now, regardless of position. Um, you know, if I had a fantasy draft right now and I was selected, you know, if I'm starting a team today from scratch, zero players on my roster, you know, infinite cap space, I was selecting him first overall. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I agree. It, it's hard to, uh, you know, it's, it's hard to pick against guys like that, right? It's, uh, I, I yeah, it's hard to pick against if you're starting a team like with Mike Trout or I mean I guess LeBron's a little older right now, but guys like that, I mean it's just if if he doesn't win MVP, he's gonna win offensive player of the year. Like he's not not winning something. I, <laughs> I mean he's a guy that like regardless of the Super Bowl outcome, if they make it to the Super Bowl, he could very well win Super Bowl MVP, even if they don't win. I mean he's he's just I, mean, I don't so, think that'll happen. No, I know, but he's he's just so good that I think he wins. He's going to win something this year, whether it's. I think if he doesn't win, I think if Patrick Mahomes, sorry to interrupt you, doesn't win MVP, I think Josh Allen wins MVP. Yeah. Um, I think you know the two of them are going to be you know battling it out for the you know awards um, all season long. To be honest. Yeah. No, I agree, and I think that could also very well be the the AFC Championship, which I think would be an awesome, awesome AFC Championship. That would be a really fun AFC championship game to watch. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh, I guess the only other one 
that we have is Super Bowl MVP. Okay. Um, now we're going to talk about the Super Bowl MVPs here. That's the only award that we haven't spoke about. So, Cam, uh, give me your Super Bowl matchup one more time just as a refresher and uh, who you got winning the Super Bowl MVP. So, I have the Seahawks and the Chiefs in the Super Bowl, and I think the Chiefs win and Pat Mahomes – starts to cement his dynasty and Andy Reid is going to start being considered as one of one of the best coaches um, ever, at least one of the most notable coaches. And, you know, I don't, I don't want to go the easy route there. Um, So it is hard to, to pick against Pat Mahomes like that. Uh, I'll just, you know, for, for fun, if the Seahawks somehow dethrone the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. Uh, you know, unfortunately, I think Russell Wilson wins the MVP, and it's hard to bet against quarterbacks when it comes to something like that. But I don't see in any, I don't see any world in which the Chiefs, if they get to this point, don't win, and Pat Mahomes doesn't win the MVP. Uh, I agree. I'm gonna say just to be different. You know, of course, my Super Bowl matchup, as I said, was Buccaneers Chiefs, with the Chiefs coming out on top. Um, and just to you know be different um and a contrarian here um i'm gonna not a contrarian it's the wrong word i apologize um but i'm gonna say travis kelsey wins the uh suit bowl mvp here i was thinking about that and i agree i think it uh i think it could very well happen i mean i think tyree kills easy to say Mahomes. yeah i mean i think you know, Tyree Kill could could win. I mean, if, if Pat Mahomes hooks up with Tyree Kill for 150 yards and two touchdowns and 12 receptions, I mean, you know, I think in that case you still might give it to Pat Mahomes. But uh, I think in any in any case, uh, it's it's hard to pick against Tyree Kill, Travis Kelsey outside of Pat Mahomes. I agree, um, and so. You know, I think unless you have anything else that, you know, that we missed, I think it's a pretty extensive um, preview of the upcoming NFL season. I'm happy with it. What do you think? I agree. And I'm rooting for the Colts. I think they're going to be amazing this year. I'm going to keep mentioning that. I think their defense is great. Quiddy Pay, DeForest Buckner, Darius Leonard, Xavier Rhodes, Carson Wentz can figure it out. I think the Colts. You should get a Colts tattoo. I should get it. If, if the Colts win this, well, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> if the Colts win the Super Bowl, I'll think about getting a Colts tattoo. What um, would Irina say about that? I have no idea. <laughs> she would hate that. Could you imagine? Could you imagine if, like, I don't know why people do that. I don't know why people get, like, I always laugh like the tattoos where people are, like. Before the season, I don't get it. I think it's. Before so- the, yeah, before the season, you're, like, Super Bowl champions or something. And it's. And I it mean, never works out. All right, but anyways, so yeah, back to it. Um, yeah, no, I think I'm super high on the Colts. I, um, I'm excited about them. I think they're going to uh, do something special this year. Yeah, uh, I'm not as high on the Colts, but I, you know, hope that they play well this season. Um, and so, you know, and of course, Cam, as I said earlier on the podcast. You know, if you would like, you will definitely, you know, have an open spot to come back 
in February after the Super Bowl to, you know, break everything down, see what we look like idiots about, see what we look like geniuses about, see, you know, what we got wrong, what we got right, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I cannot wait. I'm excited to uh, look at all of the things I got right. <laughs> and so um, thank you for coming on the pod, Kim, per usual. Um, it was definitely a fun time. Um, and so I set a goal on the last podcast of 15 listens to get us up to 975. I'm going to set a goal of another 15 listens to get us to 990 um, and closer to a thousand listens. Um, and so, you know, let's see if we can accomplish that. Um, and so that'll just about do it for us here. This is Max O'Neill alongside Kim Wody previewing the National Football League season. Thank you very much for joining us. Thank you. Have a nice day.